Good afternoon, y'all. Welcome to Book World, The Great Escape. I'm CJ Peterson, a co-host with author Michael Scott Clifton. Today we have joining us Ms. Patty Wiseman, and we'll be talking about, you know, what choice you're going to make, either a multi-genre or a single genre author. You're going to choose to stay in your lane or spread your wings. But before we get there, uh, welcome, Patty. And how was y'all's weekend? Thank you for having me. And um, I, we had a quiet weekend, but it was a beautiful weekend. The weather was nice after that initial storm, but it was quiet. That's always good. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a we had uh, we attended uh, the uh, Dalton Days in downtown Longview, mm -hmm. and uh, I think this is the second year we've we've done that. And, uh, it was, uh, uh, had a, sold a lot of books and it was very successful. Uh, a lot of people, my wife's cousins were and her sister were able to come down. And so, you know, it's an outdoor event. So we had a pavilion, so they were able to sit in the back, you know, and, and talk and visit. And then we went, you know, after the, uh, uh, the event was over, you know, we went out to eat and stuff. So it was nice catching up with family and, and also, like I said, uh, uh, Believe it or not, the westerns, and of course I do sci-fi, fantasy, but it still sold a lot of books. So it was it was a hoot. It was very successful. Awesome, Miss Patty. Sounds like fun. I what mean, did I you mean, do? What did I do? What did you do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> you didn't do anything this weekend. No, yeah. you didn't go anywhere. Um, you know. Two years of health problems, and I, I take it kind of slow nowadays. But we're going to be doing Art Walk in Longview, Texas right, tomorrow right. night. So Our I'm night. excited to be back there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and Mike will be there, too. Yeah, so. well, yeah, we're, we stay in this Vera Bank lobby. So if you're uh, in downtown Longview tomorrow, what it's 5 to 8, and uh, yeah. we're in the lobby. So and next they have food. Next to the wine, next to the wine uh, sample. Food and so, wine and books. Yeah. You cannot so, yeah. beat that. Yeah, come get some wine. You can't beat that. That's right. Uh -oh. <laughs> awesome. Well, I went to SciFiCon this weekend. Um, I went under the the con hour, the other podcast I'm part of, and got to do interviews. And I had like a full fangirl geek moment um, <laughs> where I got to interview Tim Russ, who is part of, he was on Star Trek Voyager, and I also got to interview Patty, Patricia Tallman, who was on Babylon 5, as well as a Klingon on Star Trek. And then other ones I got to interview were like John Swayze, there were multiple voice actors, Danny Chambers, um, Rico Fajardo, if he's watching, yes, I pronounced it correctly that time. <laughs> uh, so it was fun, and I super enjoyed it. And I love doing that sort of thing. But meeting, you know, I got to meet two other authors. I was pretty excited to meet them because I haven't met them yet before. Because we generally stay within Texas. So this is my first chance out of the state to go to a different Comic-Con. And it was it was super fun. That's so, cool. You haven't gone to uh, Shreveport's Comic-Con? No, before? I haven't. Nope. I hear nope, that's a pretty big one. Yeah. I know. GeekCon, yeah. I go there with uh, uh, Lisa Simmons, writes CI Chevron. You, we interviewed her a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, on Steampunk, so, yep. 
<clears throat> and uh, anyway, that's uh, a lot of con. The thing about these cons is that distance uh, has, because of gas, has a lot to do with whether it can be a profitable exercise for uh, an author. And it's funny because Texas is so big, it's closer to go to cons in Arkansas, mm -hmm. Louisiana, and even uh, Mississippi than it is half the state of Texas. So, yeah, as people know. don't understand just the massive size of Texas, oh, yeah, that yeah. makes like a huge difference. Like yeah. it took us two hours, I think, to get to Lake Charles, Louisiana, and it took take took us a couple about a month and a half ago to go to San Angelo, Texas, seven hours. And so it's like it just it depends on where you are too. Now Brett Mitchell is going to have the Tyler Comic Con again this year. Mm -hmm. uh, he still hasn't nailed down a date, but it probably I think be sometime in October or November. So that's if you're in East Texas, that's probably the closest con you're going to come to. I haven't been to that one in years. Are they? Are there still a lot of authors that go to that? Well, CJ and I were there last year, and uh, Danielle McDonough, is that how you pronounce her name? Mm -hmm. Okay, she was there as well. Um, so there are three of us. Normally it hasn't in the Harvey Convention Center, but that was yeah. torn torn down, and I think the holdup this year is uh, that Brett's look, waiting to see if it's actually going to be available. Uh, Otherwise, the I think new, you may have it at the same place. Okay, good. new building? Uh, yeah, they tore the old one down, and they're rebuilding yeah. it at the same location. And that's where it used to be held. But he had moved it to, what was the name of that place, uh, CJ, that he had it at? Do you remember? I don't. It's, I know it was a country club. Yeah. Uh, but, it, I mean, the facility was not bad. You know, of course, it's not as big as the Harvey Center. But, um, anyway, um are they still doing renovations out. on that? Uh, he said he may end up having to have it there again because Harvey may still be. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's a if it's not available or if they're still doing you know because of the booking that they do or if uh, you're still you know in in renovation. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Well, I'm excited about our topic. Um, I am a multi-genre author. So obviously you know which one I'm for. So Miss Patty Wiseman, can you tell people who are listening, first of all, the difference between the multi-genre and single-genre author? I mean, there's the obvious, but for those who may not know. Well, the what people say is to stay in your lane. And I'm kind of rebellious in that idea. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to write in different genres, which, you know, there's historical there's contemporary, there's um, fantasy, you know, there's erotica, there's romance, there's all different kinds of things. And the people that make the rules, whoever they may be, say you're supposed to stay in your, your, your own lane uh, to be successful. And <clears throat> I'm just a, like I said, rebellious. Um, I like a challenge, mm -hmm. and I my first um, few books was a series, a historical 1920s series, mm -hmm. and after the fourth book, I kind of got, eh, you know, I want to do something else, and so I wrote a contemporary, 
-hmm. which was really different for me because I do a lot of research and I go, you know, for my historical books, I go back and I research and make sure that I have everything correct as far as the timeline, you know, the time period goes. And so contemporary was a whole different thing for me. And, but it was highly successful. I sold a bunch of books, still sell them. And that was, was called that one moment. And it was contemporary. Well, then I was where novellas were being popular. And mm -hmm. if you know what a novella is, it's, you can't go past 40,000 words in a novella. And I thought, hmm, because mine are like 65,000, 70,000 words, my books. And I thought, can I do that? And talk about a challenge. Um, <laughs> that was somewhere between, and it's a ghost story, and it's not a romantic book, but there is a little bit of that in there, but it wasn't written for that purpose. It was written as a mystery, which is out of my lane again, and highly successful with that one. And, you know, it just, I think it depends on what your goals are as a writer. Mm -hmm. Do you want to make money? Do you want to challenge yourself? Um, you know, what, what is it you want to do with your writing? I like to write for escapism, mm -hmm. for somebody to pick it up and lose themselves in my story. And I was actually listening to a conference this morning and the, the presenter was saying, oh, you've got to stay in your lane. You've got to, because you confuse your readers. And the only consistency in my books are they're clean. Mm -hmm. They're flinch free. There's no um, sexual contact. There's no blood and guts. Now that might sound boring, but it's very challenging to write a book without using that as a crutch, so mm -hmm. to speak. You know, nothing wrong with people that want to read that kind of book. Mm -hmm. You know, I have no problem with that. But for me, it's a challenge, you know. For me, um, when I first started writing, I write Christian fiction. I tell people it's not your mama's Christian fiction. Um, and doing a... Um, a speak engagement, I realized that actually my books have a little bit of a sci-fi fantasy lean to them too that I didn't realize. I knew that they had the supernatural lean toward them, but I never actually thought about classifying and classifying them there. But I'm also a children's author. I when I too. first when I first started writing, I had a friend who was writing primarily romance, and she's like, "I kind of want to go into paranormal, like you do, you know." She's like, "But you know, do I need to write a new pen name?" And I said, well, why would you? And she says, well, it's because it's a different genre. And I said, so in other words, people have to pigeonhole authors into one specific genre, but they'll allow actors to go across the board. I said, you know, what's the difference? It's, it's a different challenge. I was thinking about that the other, when this, all this with the um, Oscars came up, you know, mm -hmm. and I thought, you know, these actors don't play the same repetitive role mm -hmm. all the time why do authors have to stay in one lane and yeah. <laughs> you know the pros of writing the genre is it's fun for one thing to look over here and say oh, 
I want to try that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think if you create a, a following immediately, and I've been doing this since 2011, and I have a really good fan base built. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you, if you write well and you engage your audience, I don't think they care what mm-hmm. your name or your pen name or, or whatever. Besides that, one of the cons is the double the work or triple the work if, in my case, because I'm a children's author too. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I just write under one name. And now there is an exception to that rule. Um, is if you're writing, if you're going like from erotica yes. to certain genres that yes. it really clashes with. Yes. No, yes. At that point, then yes, I would suggest a pen name. Yes. You can't write erotica and then Amish. Mm. <laughs> so you can't do it. You just That's can't not going to work. No. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, well, you have to like completely rebuild your entire audience again. Yeah, and you do. On painful. social media, on websites, for example. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a really difficult for me type of thing to have to recreate myself every time I change genre. Well, and then so, you got to remember who you are and which part you're in. So, <laughs> And still so, people can do that. Exactly. Uh, Mike, what about you? Well, I've got a, I can, I'm got a pros and cons sort of thing. So real quickly on the. The pros is one of the benefits of being an independent author is that you have the flexibility, I believe, to write in different genres. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you are a mainstream author like John Grisham, you're expected to write legal thrillers. And mm-hmm. if you try to write outside of that, then, uh, you know, people really aren't at, that interested. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and uh, with Stephen King, if it doesn't have scary terror, you know, terror in it, then, and he tries you know, and he wrote a children's book. Don't know how successful I don't know that, I go that for would be. Book written yeah. by Stephen King. You're right. I'm not but, sure I would look at no. that. No. <laughs> but I do think that a good story, regardless of genre and regardless of who uh, who who writes it, and we've talked about this before, CJ, on different broadcasts. But a good story is the number one thing in any kind of genre, and if you have a good story. Uh, it's worth writing. Now, I will say, like in my in my particular case, you know, I primarily write science fiction and fantasy. I include elements of mystery and, you know, and and uh, romance and things like that in uh, in it. But um, when you brand yourself, with a you know, if you're when you brand yourself, which is a good thing, you know, that you write in a certain genre. You know, and you do have a following, you know, more or less the people that read your books expect Mm -hmm. you to try to write in that same vein. Uh, But again, um, I I don't think like with independent authors, I don't think it's such a what's the word that you don't have to be so dogmatic that you expect that uh, that you have to do it that way all the time, because I do think you have the flexibility, you know, to sell your book. And of course, you know, we go to book events and things like that. And uh, you're given your 30 second elevator pitch and you're throwing out, well, here's a book I wrote that's about this. 
And if it's interesting and it catches people's attention, I don't think they really care whether it's uh, uh, in a particular genre or not. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know that you have to uh, like what Patty was saying. I don't know that staying in your lane is necessarily a hard and fast rule, but it does depend on your goals as a writer, I would think, too. Absolutely. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, it's personal. It's a challenging thing, Mm -hmm. you know. If I sell the book, great. I'm excited about that. If I don't, if it doesn't go, you know, then I've I've accomplished a a personal goal. I challenged myself to do that. And to me, that's satisfying whether it's a hit or not a hit. But like I said, the consistency with using my name for all my genres is they're clean. And so my audience knows from the get-go that they're not gonna be exposed to something that's not in there. And that goes goes with the branding. Like for mine, it's while the stories are fiction, the journey is real. So mine is always about the journey, regardless if it's my, what I call big people books or my little people books. Yes. Even the little people books is about the journey. It's adventures in chief and Sarge and their journeys and travel. So as long as you're sticking within your brand, you don't necessarily have to stick with a specific genre. Like I don't write historical fiction, but I'm currently writing a book on time travel. And so I'm challenging myself to do so because I'm like, you know, I could write this, but I'm curious to know if I could write a time travel book. (laughs) And, and it's, it's fun. It's unique. Um, Janie, who's watching, says, for me, when I get to know an author in the books, I will follow that author. And a lot of times, it's the author's style that you're looking for. Exactly. Not necessarily yeah. the genre. And that, exactly. was what I, that was what I was going to say, is, is you know, go, because it is a challenge. You know, um, Patty was saying, if you're moving outside of what you normally write. But mm-hmm. I think that your style, mm-hmm. I mean, readers either appreciate, if they're following you, if they write buy your books, if they're emailing you and saying hey, or or texting you, or, or face you know messaging you and saying when's your next book out, it's mm-hmm. obvious that they like your style and uh, yeah. and whatever you write probably good. Well, it it'll it'll be in the same style, even though it may not necessarily be the same exact book as the previous ones. So uh, I, what you said was very true, Patty, because style, uh, what people expect of the author, what they've mm-hmm. come to, why they're following you has well is the most important thing and uh, you could write in the same genre from now until you know uh, uh, you know until you die and if you're not if, if people don't like your style it doesn't matter what genre doesn't matter you're right exactly. well, plus, I mean if you're kind of locked into one different genre a lot of times your books start to get a little bit repetitive well and that is writing to market mm-hmm. and formula writing and that's something i don't do yeah. i don't kudos either to the, kudos to those that do that but it's not my style and i like to like i said challenge myself and take the reader on a journey they weren't expecting mm-hmm. you know my favorite genre is historical and i write in the 1920s and they're based on i have five books in that series and they're based on family events back in that time, my grandmother. And, but you know, 
I, I've got I've done five books in that series. I can't keep doing that. Uh, it I, maybe I could, but I got I got like I want to do something different, you know. And uh, I didn't know how it was going to go over if I went to contemporary. And I have two contemporary books. Uh, the other one is Silver's Redemption, and it's about a 56-year-old woman. So I jumped in the the age bracket, mm-hmm. targeting older women because I got that idea from some women that bought my books in in an older uh, age group, and they said, "Why don't you write about our age group?" And so I did. Boom! Instant hit. You know, I mean, everybody bought it, and that follow me. You know, and so. It makes it, it makes it exciting for an author to know that they can get out of their comfort zone and still mm-hmm. attract those readers. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mike. That, that um, I was at a, a book event actually with Nancy Hutchins, you know, the writes under Dana Wayne. I think it was the Fort Worth Book Fest, and uh, there was a girl at a booth next to uh, to, uh, to to me and. She had like eight books. I was talking to her and she said, the author said, well, uh, how long have you been writing? She said, oh, I've, I did all these in the last uh, year, year, year and a half. And, okay, I'm a pantser. I'm not even that good. And so, so I asked, I, I told Nancy that, and she said, oh, she writes formulaic. You know, she yeah. writes for uh, a formula. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and once I got, of course, at the time, you know, I'm still learning writing and you know things like that i didn't know near as much as i do now and which is still not as much as most people that write do but uh i come to understand that it follows a pattern that repeats itself mm-hmm. uh and therefore it makes it easier to write so um i guess jumping out of your genre would kind of shake up that formulaic writing if you had to actually create new characters like if you were writing science fiction and you had to write historical fiction, right? Uh, you know, it's, you're, you're going to have to do something different. I, I think that it's, I mean, I'm not saying I've, that there's anything wrong with that, but I do think that uh, if you did write out of your genre, uh, I don't know how easy it would be to follow the same formulaic writing because you're having to create brand new characters and uh, in a, in a, in a brand new genre. So um Anyway, that's just my two yeah. cents worth. I mean, my thing is, yeah, my thing is, is that, you know, I like to read a book where I can't, I don't know the ending. I hate being able to guess the ending partway through the book or where this is going. And a yeah. lot of times I will throw in a twist at the very end where the writer's like, whoa, getting whiplash. Where did that come from? You know, and when I can surprise a reader, mm-hmm. to me, that's gold. If I can make them laugh and cry in the same book, then I've achieved my goal. And so you know, for me, I'm like, I'm not in the box. I'm not out of the box. I have thrown away the box and burned it. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My first book was an unlikely arrangement. And it was about my grandmother and her arranged marriage back in the 1920s. Well, I thought that was going to be a standalone book. You know, I wrote it, but I, I left it as a cliffhanger because I was told that that's the way to do it back then. This was back in 2011, and somebody told me, you know, make it a cliffhanger. 
I actually, and I, I bowl on uh, Tuesdays with the Ladies League, and it's an instant book signing when I come out with a new book. Everybody buys it at the bowling alley. Mm -hmm. And I actually had somebody come up and punch me in the arm and say, <laughs> you left me hanging, you know. <laughs> and then, when's the next book coming out? And I thought to myself, uh-oh, I've got to write another one. And it ended up being a five-book series, and I'm not sure I'm done yet, you know, <laughs> with that series. But um, then when, when I changed genres to the contemporary uh, mystery more, it had romance in it and mystery. You know, the girls at the bowling alley, just, they all bought that book, and, and they never missed a beat about wondering why I changed from historical to contemporary. You know, they just liked my style of writing and uh, turning the pages because they weren't sure what was gonna happen next. Mm -hmm. So I think if you're gonna change genres, you better research that genre and make sure that you're doing it correctly because there is a different style for historical and there's a different style for contemporary. Just like, and I'm writing, um, uh, I guess I'm going to call it fantasy, and it's got time travel in it, too. I'm halfway through it, and um, it's an evil mermaid. So, <laughs> No Ariel in your book. <laughs> this time, it's really out of my comfort zone, you know. So I, I tell you what, I had to do a lot of research on mermaids, mm -hmm. you know, and... But We've got just a few minutes left. Is there okay. anything you would like to add? Me? Or yep. Mike? You. Uh, oh, man. Just, just write and uh, get it down on paper. I am, my first book, I was a pantser. But now I'm a loose uh, outliner. It's not a detailed outline. It's very loose because I feel like I can get to the end be better. So either way, which works for you, don't let people tell you this is the, the right way to do it. You know, I mean, yeah, you can do it really wrong, but try to use your own common sense when it comes to that. You're a reader, so watch what other people are reading. The best thing to do is get into a writer's group and learn that way. Join a critique group. I know Mike's in one, I'm in one. Are you in one, CJ? No, I tend to steer clear of those. I was the nay on that and one. <laughs> that's, that's. Uh, but that's, you know, yeah. it's everybody's journey, you know. How everybody's you journey. It. It's your journey. It's your voice. Mm -hmm. Be true to it. And mm -hmm. that's how I proceed as, as a writer. It's what I want to write and what I want to read. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, write personal. write the book that you want to read, basically. Exactly, and mm -hmm. you know, keep it in your your voice. Mm -hmm. Don't let people try to change you. You know, uh, you can still write well if and keep it in your own voice. Yes, there's learning to do, but um, stay true to your own voice. I think that's the most. Right. And if you're multi-genre. Good for you. If you're not, if you stay in your line, lane, then good for you. Mm -hmm. But do it well. Mm -hmm. 
Well, anybody who wants to learn more about Miss Patty Wiseman, you can find her at pattywiseman.com. That's www.p-a-t-t-y-w-i-s-e-m-a-n.com. You can find her books. You can find out more about her there and see what else she's doing. Um, in the meantime, next week on the 13th of April, we're Mike and I are going to be talking ARCs and beta readers. Yay or nay? So. Can I make a couple of pitches before we uh, close the broadcast? Definitely. So uh, the Northeast Texas Writers Organization is hosting a first chapter contest, which is mm -hmm. basically the first chapter of a manuscript and the synopsis. Uh, the rules and the instructions can be found at the NetWo website at www.netwo.org. The mm -hmm. deadline for submitting an entry is April the 10th, so that deadline's fast approaching. If you have a manuscript, whether you're finished with it or you just started, uh, this would be a good chance to get some feedback and maybe even win some prize money by submitting a synopsis of your story and your first chapter. The other thing is that on April the 30th at the Northeast Texas Community College, we uh, NetWo will be hosting their Spring Writers Conference. Mm -hmm. That'll be from 9 to 3.30, and CJ will be one of the speakers. And we do have an awesome lineup of speakers, and uh, and you can also go to the school. I mean, the to the writers uh, website, Netwo website at www.netwo.org, and you can um, uh, you can uh, see all the information there as far as uh, signing up for it and and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, and finally, uh, tomorrow night, Patty and I will both be at the. Uh, uh, Longview Art Walk in the Verabank lobby. So if you like some of the, if you're interested in some of the books that we talked about, uh, come see us. We'll be in the lobby. It'll be from 5 to 8 p.m. Awesome. So there's lots of stuff going on around you. Um, mm -hmm. I know I have some appearances coming up. The Chautauqua Festival in Longview Public yeah. Libraries in a few weeks. Um, and then, as Mike said, I will be speaking at the NetWo Writers Conference, Spring Writers Conference. I'll be talking sci-fi and fantasy you know may the odds be ever in your favor <laughs> as well as texas sisters press a small press with a big heart so make sure to come there and then the following weekend yeah we've got like a boom 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 going on um i'll be at the kilgore geek end and i will be inside geektopia's comic book store and that's at 207 east main street in kilgore texas from 10 to, well, actually there's two days, but you can find them all on my website, cjpetersonwrites.com under the appearances page. In the meantime, stay tuned next week on the 13th of April for ARCs or beta readers, yay or nay, and make sure to check out Patty Wiseman's books at www.pattywiseman.com. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye-bye.